What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Tuesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt each and every morning. We are here on YouTube for video. We are here wherever you get your audio podcasts. And we're being brought to you by BetMGM. You guys know the offer, the $10 bet to win $150 on any event, including tonight. When we've got the Boston Red Sox taking on the New York Yankees AL wildcard game from Fenway Park. Use that promo code JUICE150 at BetMGM. 10 bucks, you win 150 bucks on any event, including tonight's wildcard game, BetMGM.com or on the BetMGM app. All right. So, like Jalen Hurt said after that bad loss two weeks ago, we're going to take last night and flush it. <laughs> because I was way off and way wrong. So good Sunday. So we're 0-1 on Friday, 2-3 on Saturday, 7-3 on Sunday, and then 0-4 on Monday. So not good. I was way off on everything. The game, well, the second half went as I thought it would go. High scoring, fast pace, back and forth. First half was... I don't know what the Raiders were doing. They were down 21 nothing at the break. And if they had just scored, you know, 14 points, we would have been live to cover the over. But that is three consecutive games now where primetime unders have come in Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Every game this week came in under and we are watching more and more unders come in. So the books are starting to juice these numbers up a little bit higher than what they probably should be because it was eight and one to primetime overs. It's now eight and four to primetime overs. So that trend now is toast. So 51, 52, those are 51 is a key number. It got over that and it was an underplay just because of the Raiders and then the Chargers. I didn't do much with the total besides I teased the Raiders up to plus nine and I took the the total and pulled it down. Even if I had taken the total and, and teased it up and taken the under, it still wouldn't have come in because it was a 14 point win. So the, the bet should have been the Chargers. Nice win out of them. I didn't know what to make of that game. I, I couldn't make up my mind. I think the Chargers are really good. Their defense is really good. I like Herbert a lot. I mean, Brandon Staley is a coach. I, I'm a big fan. He made a big fan of me tonight with how aggressive he is going for it on fourth down multiple times. Good play calls, taking advantage. I mean, he seems like the modern day head coach, defensive minded guy with some gumption and guts to go for it. Chargers got a good one to go from Anthony Lynn to that guy. Good hire. I was very skeptical because he looks like a teenager, but uh, I mean, good hire, really smart mind, ready for the job, willing to run with it. And, and John Gurdon's the opposite. John Gurdon's afraid. John Gurdon is not really uh, the guts you need to be a coach in today's NFL it, to play the old school style. Doesn't work anymore. You have to be willing to lose and you got to gamble. And John Gruden's not one of these guys who likes to gamble. Old school coaches don't like to gamble. They want to play close to the vest. They want to punt when they have to. Third and one, fourth and one. You know, oh, it's fourth and one from my own 42-yard line. Nope, can't go for it. Brandon Staley's like, get out of my way, guy. I, I know what I'm doing. And he trusts his quarterback. He trusts his team. And so just... Really impressed. Really impressed. The teaser misses. The under does not come in. Uh, Eckler got close. He got 28 yards. We needed 36 yards receiving from Austin Eckler. He ran all over the Raiders. Huge game for him running the football. That should have been the play. And then Waller got shut down. He had 50 yards and had one touchdown, but 50 yards for him. So he goes over. His numbers were juiced up pretty good, but I thought he'd have a much better first half. He had nothing. So 50, 50 yards in the second half. If he had anything really in the first half, one or two catches, that would have gone over, but it did so just no excuses. Oh, and four bad day, bad bets, bad day. All on me. I apologize. Hopefully you faded it. <laughs> if, you, if you trailed, I apologize. That stinks. All right. So let's go to today. 
This podcast won't be very long, but I do want to, if you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing this is a 2003 Red Sox shirt. Okay. It's now 2021. This thing is old. It barely even fits me anymore. It's all boxy, but the back, if you can see it on YouTube, you can read that. Keep the faith about 2003. I've saved this. I pull this out for special days. Okay. I pull this out for big days. It is a Homer pick for my half a unit plus 123 Red Sox money line bet. But let me try to justify it here for a second. Okay. Before you say, oh my goodness, really? The Boston guy, the Red Sox fan, of course you're going to take the Red Sox. You're always wrong when you bet on the Red Sox. That's true. I'm not going to deny that, but I was right about Boston with the 79 and a half wins going over. Okay. So I have been right about this team, maybe not day to day, but I have been right about this team. And here is the thing. Nathan Ovaldi is going for the Red Sox. Nathan Ovaldi has not pitched in the playoffs since 2018, but in those playoffs, Nathan Ovaldi pitched 22 and one third innings, gave up just 15 hits, five earned runs, sorry, four, four earned runs, five of them, five runs scored, three walks to 16 strikeouts, only gave up one home run. He beat the Yankees in game three of the ALDS. He beat the Astros in game three, and he came in in relief in game five, went to the World Series. He pitched in game one and in game two, both out of the bullpen. And then he started game three, where he ended up losing that game to the Dodgers in game three, but he pitched very well. When he has started for the Red Sox in the postseason, seven innings, five hits, one earned run against these very Yankees. Red Sox won the game 16 to one in the game against Houston in game three of the ALCS, seven innings, sorry, six innings, six hits, two earned runs, four strikeouts. He has a career ERA in the postseason of 1.61. Okay, 1.61. He's going up against a guy who was in the Cy Young Award running in Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's record in ERA at Fenway Park this season is one in two with a 6.19 ERA. Three games started, 16 innings pitched, 12 runs, 11 of them earned, five home runs given up at Fenway Park by Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole was very good early in the year, but in the second half of the season, not so much. Seven and four with a 4.14 ERA. In the month of September and October, Garrett Cole has an ERA of 4.78. Garrett Cole down the stretch did not pitch all that well. Coming down the stretch, Garrett Cole roughed up. ERA over 7.6, gave up 329 hitting in his last three starts. And in four outings in totality against the Red Sox, he has a 4.91 ERA. No sticky stuff against the Red Sox coming up here today. I think the Red Sox are going to rough up Garrett Cole. If this turns into a bullpen game, well, then the Red Sox are going to be in trouble. The Red Sox have to get to Garrett Cole so early that Aaron Boone can't pull him. Like they got to score four runs early on this dude. Okay. The lineup for the Yankees is really inconsistent, as by what we saw against the Rays when they had to win and the Rays didn't care and the game was 0-0 going into the bottom of the ninth inning where the Yankees finally scored. I just don't really like this Yankees offense all that much, but Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, Mike Stanton, are hot. You make a mistake to them and they're going to hit a ball to the moon. 
But if those are the only two guys hitting balls, and hopefully they just hit, you know, solo home runs, I think the Red Sox could be okay here. All right. In a nine inning game with all hands on deck, I'm going to take the Red Sox lineup because of what happened when the Red Sox had to win and they went down five to one. What did they do? They turned around and they scored six runs. Thanks to Rafael Devers hitting two home runs, including one in the top of the ninth inning where they won the game seven to five. The Red Sox offense top to bottom is better or I should say hotter, better is debatable, but it's hotter than what the Yankees have, okay? You've got a bunch of power bats with the Red Sox at Fenway Park, not debating the Yankees have power bats as well. But I think Nathan Avaldi can get the job done. I think Nathan Avaldi can pitch well here, all right? So, Red Sox at home, Red Sox with the better betting starting pitcher, the hotter starting pitcher, although Avaldi did get hit up pretty hard in his last start against the Yankees. Definitely got hit hard in that game. But I just think the Red Sox are at home and there's value on the Red Sox at plus 123 here. It's a one game situation at home. I don't know how you don't take the home dog, right? Regardless of me wearing a Red Sox shirt, regardless of what they've got a chance to win the game. It maybe is more of like a coin flip. Red Sox won 10 games and the two teams were separated by one run. I get the Yankees swept the Red Sox at Fenway Park, but all that tells me is that the Red Sox are due to win a game. But like, okay, they were reeling, but they got in and something happens when it all resets and it's all about one game and the Red Sox are at home, right? Huge rivalry. I get it that the Yankees are the big bad Yankees and they've got bigger lineups and they got better hitters and I, and I get all that, okay? But this Red Sox lineup in the middle of their lineup, they need Devers, they need Xander Bogarts, they need everyone to, to hit Cole early and score early in this game because the Yankees will panic. If you get them, if you go up early on the Yankees, you can really put some stress on Aaron Boone, who if he loses this game, could lose his job. All right. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm just saying he could. Okay. There is a lot of pressure on this guy to win and a lot of pressure on the Yankees to win and get into the playoffs because whether it's a wild card game or not, this is not really the playoffs. Okay. It's a wild card game. It's a winner take all one game situation. It's just kind of, it is what it is. All right. So how I'm betting this game, Red Sox money line plus 123. It's kind of the same thing with the Patriots a little bit there that like everyone's picking the Yankees and the Red Sox have plus money and they're at home. Everyone's picking Tampa. Patriots were home and plus money. Same kind of thing, right? I was wrong with the Patriots. I could be wrong with the Red Sox. Half a unit bet on the Red Sox on the money line at plus 123. And the total in the first five innings is four. Much like hockey, when we bet five, I like solid numbers because we have a push potential through five innings. Two, two, three, one, four, nothing. Total being four, not bad. Circus Sports is at four, minus 115 to the over. We're going half unit over four runs in the first five innings for the Red Sox and the Yankees. The game at eight may go over, but I could I, I could feel it being like a 5-2 win for somebody or a 4-3 win for somebody. And I'm just, I'm a little bit hesitant to go to the over in the game. I don't mind to play on the over for the game. I think there could be value there on the game over. But just for the first five, because I am betting on the Red Sox to get to Garrett Cole and to hit you know, maybe a two run home run early and, and or score a run early, like get on Garrett Cole 
early in this game. And let's see how fast of a hook will Aaron Boone have on his starter. It's a winner take all situation. But, you know, if he goes to his bullpen really early, the Red Sox could pour in some runs, fourth, fifth inning. It would be great to be in the bullpen by the second, third inning for the Red Sox. Or maybe you get three or four runs off Garrett Cole, which would be great. So I'm going over four runs, first five. Red Sox and the and the Yankees for a half a unit and money line Red Sox at plus one twenty three. If we miss the first and get the second one, it'll be a winning day because of the plus money on the Red Sox at plus one twenty three. So good chance to push at four, but also a chance to go over if both these offenses come in swinging and maybe Evaldi's bad. And Evaldi, if Evaldi is bad, first four Yankees score a bunch of runs, Red Sox score a couple of runs, and we're over four runs. You know, it's a five run whatever we have three, two after four, after five, we win that bet. And then we wound up, you know, we can be down just a little bit there, just down the juice. If we go one and one on these. So I think it's a good way of playing it. Plus money on the Red Sox will be great. Not playing into the bullpen because who knows once you get to a bullpen game, how it's going to go. So just a one unit play, two bets, one unit, Red Sox money line, over four runs in the first five for the Red Sox and the Yankees. All right. Tomorrow, we'll do the National League uh, the National League wildcard uh, game between the Dodgers and the Cardinals. Dodgers won 106 games, and they're playing in a wildcard game. How about that? 106 games. They went over their 102.5 win projection, and they get, I mean, just unbelievable. Just so crazy. Uh, by the way, the... Um, we did some, some good news yesterday because the, the ticket was cashed for the Giants to win the National League West at plus 330. So that was nice. That was nice. One, uh, one and a half unit pickup there with a plus 330 half a unit cash on the Giants to win the National League West. So I liked that. <laughs> I needed that. I liked that. So that made up for yesterday a little bit. So technically for me, when I come to my bankroll, it was actually just a push uh, for me with being down. Well, no, it was actually, no, we were down two units. So no, so it was still a losing day. Had down half a unit, but not nearly as bad uh, thanks to that future wager coming in. And uh, I was asked, Dan Harris asked me about future wagers. I'm not there yet for the NBA and for the NHL. I will have NBA win totals to give out at some point in the near future. When we get a little bit closer to the start of the regular season. I got to see how teams are playing, but I also need to see injuries because of you bet a win total and then a star goes out and gets hurt. It's really not a good situation. So We'll get in on that. Uh, and then preseason hockey, we'll get in on that a little bit as well. Talk about some predictions and teams that I like. So we, we are uh, getting close. This is an awesome sports week, by the way. So we have the wild card game tomorrow or the, the, the American League tonight, National League wild card game tomorrow. Then we have Thursday night football, which is a really good game. Rams are playing on Thursday night. Then we've got Friday, which is uh, playoff baseball on Friday. And then on Saturday, we've got playoff baseball, we've got college football, and I have got the Wilder Fury fight number three, which I'm going to, and we will have a bunch of bets going on Wilder and Fury three heavyweight fight here in Las Vegas, which I cannot wait to go to. So I'm psyched to watch that fight. I'm going to be at a bunch of the events coming up once the week kind of calms down a little bit, but I uh, got a bunch of things going on. G2E, which is the, the global gambling summit is here in Vegas. The biggest convention for gamblers in the world is this week. Weekend. I'm doing a panel on Wednesday and I'll be hanging out with Matthew Metcalf and Matt Holt. Matthew Metcalf is from Circus Sports, their, their lead bookmaker and Matt Holt, Matthew Holt from US Integrity. So got a lot of things going on this week. It is a crazy, crazy week, but plays Red Sox money line 
first five over four, one unit, half a unit bet each for us today. Keep the faith. Let's go Red Sox. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Each and every morning, it's the Daily Juice podcast, always being brought to you by BetMGM.